Hello, fellow safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. How do you treat your best friend? It may be an odd question, but it's an important one. Now, my best friend Dave is a sage man. The guy is so smart, and he's a really nice person, too. I've known him for over 30 years. I call him every so often to just chat, you know, say hi. And, and I also always ask him what he's reading, what he's read recently, and to get some suggestions for about what books I should get. I've read many books that he suggested, and he's always given me good advice. I'm never mean to him. On the contrary, our conversations are fun and enlightening, and I cherish our time together. He's a very busy person. I guess I am too, in a way, but uh, we don't see each other that often, but I always treat him nicely. Hikado, a famous Greek philosopher, once said, What progress, you ask, have I made? I have begun to be a friend to myself. And this is one area of my life where I have significantly improved over the years. And it feels terrific, too, to be a friend to yourself. I haven't always been kind to myself. Perhaps you can say the same, or even that you are not your best friend now. When I used to make mistakes, which I still do, of course, I would berate myself and even lose sleep over my mishaps. Uh, time became, it was a vicious taskmaster. I, I would get furious at myself at the end of the day because I didn't get as much done as I had planned or I didn't practice, work out, or give a talk precisely like I thought I should. Though I had no problems with my self-esteem, I wasn't nice to myself, at least you know, inside my head and how I thought about things. Now, what are some ways you can get better at being your best friend, a best friend to yourself? Well, here are my top three tips that I would like to pass on to you. Number one, take time for yourself. Now, just like I said, I, I take time for Dave when I can, and I would do it more often if he wasn't so busy, and I, you know, I don't want to intrude on him, but I do, you know, once every couple of weeks, I'll give him a call, and I'll take time for him and me, because he's my best friend. Well, we spend most of our days, especially at work, serving others as safety and health professionals, which is fine. That's what we do. It's the mainstay of our profession. However, if you are a father or a mother, my children are grown, but I still remember what it was like, uh, caring for your children may take up a large part of your time at home. That means you may not be able to recharge your mental battery. Even if you don't have children, it's not uncommon for someone to get home and log on to their computer right away or check in on their phone and uh, be working pretty steady and not take time for yourself. It's best to be alone and have time for yourself for a bit. I mean, you could be home and with your you know, mate or whoever you're with if you are with someone, and that's fine too, of course. But it's important that we spend time just with ourselves so we can recharge our mental battery. So I make sure I don't look at or even think about my virtual world for one or more hours every day. It's usually in the morning. Uh, many mornings, most mornings, sometimes I don't, but I meditate every day. Uh, 40 minutes is my goal, and that's what I like that amount. So that takes most of that hour up. But the other 20 or 30 minutes, I just tell myself I am not going to look at my phone or get on the computer and I'm going to spend this time with myself. Sometimes I'll take a walk or sometimes I'll just sit there and just think about whatever I want. I'm addicted to my phone. I, I, I'll admit it straight up. 
Uh, I have it. I always know where my phone is. And if I can't find it, which is rare, I'm upset, right? So I'm addicted to it. I'll admit it. Uh, I always know where it is. And so are so many millions and millions of people and some horribly. But I've realized I need to take time for myself away from my clients' emails, my computer or anything. I need to just be by myself. And that way I'm being a friend to myself. Number two, cherish your simple pleasures. You have clean running water at your disposal, I'm sure. Every day you have it, and easily, even at work you do, right? That is a supreme blessing. Each morning, I purposely cherish my showers. I think about how blessed I am to have the shampoo, soap, and other sundries of personal cleaning items at at my disposal, and for now, I can afford it. Uh, these items are no small thing. A mere 100 years ago, or even a little further back, uh, our simple hygiene routines weren't available. You just didn't have running water, right? You had to go outside to go to the bathroom, those type of things. Thankfully now, they ha- that having the hygiene that we have, it has removed all kinds of discomfort and even disease. These grateful thoughts that I have in the morning, and I really stick to this. I'm being a friend to myself, but they also enlighten my feelings. And when I finish my morning shower and dressing routine, almost all the time I'm in a bright bright mood, ready to arrive to work with a pleasing smile. You would be surprised how often coworkers light up when I arrive each morning, which I partially contribute to my grateful shower awareness routine. You know, I've been working lately at at a power plant, and I've been seeing people all the time. Unlike when my speaking business, I was home a lot more. Third tip, cut yourself a break. You will screw up. No matter how diligent or conscientious you are, you will make mistakes. Trust me when I tell you there are myriads of procedures and policies in the nuclear industry where I'm working now. Uh, And I'm still doing speaking, but uh, four days a week I work at a power plant in New Jersey, and we're doing demolition, believe it or not. Uh, I'm a diligent, I'm actually a radiation protection slash safety technician. I still make mistakes. Of course I do. Now though, since I'm my best friend, I cut myself a break when I forget something or don't do what I'm supposed to. You know, I I learn lessons from it, of course, but I don't get upset at myself. And I wouldn't at Dave. If Dave did something wrong, I'm not going to get my buddy Dave. I'm not going to get mad at him like I used to at myself. We are often meanest to those we love the most, including ourselves. So when I found out, I was told from, you know, reading different philosophy books and stuff, the Stoics particularly, that I should be my best friend. It's the wisest advice I've ever received and has given me much relief and joy. And it can do the same for you.